incredible, squishable, it's washable, squeezable, it's stretchable, bounceable, it's plowable, palpable stuff. It's gag, gag, gag. Are you feeling it? Gag attack! Smush it, twist it, it's bubble it, mix it, make wacky gag sounds. Are you feeling it? You're listening to CITR 101.9. Broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. I don't know. 
It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is, this is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's monumental campus community radio station, C-I-T-R, your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded traditional and ancestral Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland and the Hunkamenian-speaking Coast Salish peoples. From Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington, West Pass Point, Grain, and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the waters, if our friends over at CFUV representing the University of Victoria aren't overlapping since we do share the same frequency. There is a point in the water where you can listen to both of us simultaneously. It's freaky, and you have to be on a ferry. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 101.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else that your net takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There, you will find the Exploding Head Movies show page, and it contains track listings and downloads for this episode once the live broadcast is done along with most of our recent ones going back nine years. And of course, over the past couple of years, actually the past couple of weeks, we've dug up some episodes that even go further back, currently missing from the podcast server. 
You can also find a link to subscribe to that podcast via Apple Music, and you can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, perhaps you're by the beach right now, perhaps you're in the car, perhaps you're stuck in the office, or maybe you're just cooling off at home. We're available for all those times, and then the Shoutcast stream through the website. That sound was my sunglasses hitting the microphone, since right now we're in that perfect time of year where I'm almost blinded and I'm having difficulty looking at levels and much everything else. But yes, your calamitous host is named Gak, and uh, yes, I'll be your schoolmaster for the next two hours, so I know it's a summer term, but uh, too bad. You're going to hit those books. You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory protractor in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, just keep the contractor away and dig up some semicircles and or compasses. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487 via T9 after the area code. That is U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Hopefully... I remember how to do that if you do call, so do give ample time, but remember, focus is on the live show. This is a single-person operation. We're doing everything, the mixing, the speaking, the instant last-minute research on things on the fly here, but hopefully you know the spiel. You can email RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Instagram, it is MyopicMan, and on Mastodon, it is 100Error with an E at the end. At Mass.to. So yes, I've missed you live for the past couple weeks. Two weeks ago, I was sick. And you're the vestiges of whatever hit me with that. And last week was visiting family, but thankfully we lined up with CITR's 85th anniversary. So we dug up some stuff from the archives of not only the Exploding Head movies, but Radio Free Gak. Hopefully those vintage episodes tidied you over, gave a representation of how things used to sound. And probably giving no indication of how things will go forward except for errors galore. So, along with CITR's 85 years on air, you got my 15. We started this show with Walgren, and off of last year's album, Yet Again the Wheel Turns, we heard every fall, I fall in love. Of course, it would have been appropriate for the fall term, and I've been saving that song for a bit, but there's something about the idea of a summer romance that's appropriate, but... Appropriate, timing-wise, is that Walgren, as a former CITR Shindig finalist, is playing a show with Sam Tudor, another CITR connection, an alumni of sorts. They're playing tomorrow, Tuesday, June 13th, at the Fox Cabaret. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. Upon researching things, there was an indication that special guests are in the cards. Perhaps they are known We'll see what the case is. But the show will end at 11 p.m. Tickets are $15 plus. It's available through eventbrite.ca. Maybe we'll loop a little bit more about what's been going on in the background here. Ever slowly. This is Matthew Tavares and Leland Whitty. I would say half of Bad Bat Not Good. But Tavares left. He still helps out with recording. Witty became a member in 2016, but Tavares left in 2019. Off of 2020's Visions, this is Living Water Assembly. Now, I originally had this show in mind a couple weeks ago when the news was fresh, but still appropriate. 
And this is one of the most interesting shows because it was one of the quickest I've ever done to create in a while. But, of course, it was almost like the longest on the shelf. So there's a weird mix here as I look over words I wrote ages ago and have not proofread since. But two deaths happened recently that uh, allowed for uh, some of our original plans to be delayed even further. But as the case, you cannot plan mourning periods. So uh, it's a key profile. So of what we have here, the key profile will be around the jazz bassist, composer, and producer Bill Lee. I'll feature some of the music from the films he scored for his son, Spike Lee. All early films, and I'll explain a little bit what happened since, because there has been a regular score for most of Spike's films as of late. Finding the soundtrack to the original She's Gotta Have It proved a little bit hard. Could have looked a little bit more. Maybe I'll dig it up for another episode, but so we'll focus on three others. School Days. Do the right thing, although we've played the public enemy fight the power song ages in the past. We're going to focus on the score, which doesn't have as much a high profile. And then Moa Better Blues. This kind of fits in nicely with what we heard with Spit in Your Ear, as it marks its uh, final episode for the season. I understand the whole kitten caboodle will be back for September as the music collective takes the summer to take a collective breath and then tool up for what should be a promising fall term. The other death is how we'll start things off and I captured headlines recently everywhere and that's Tina Turner the queen of rock and roll. She was born Anna Mae Bullock in Brownsville, Tennessee. She grew up in Nutbush which became the song which became the subject of one of her earliest songs that she wrote from 1973 Nutbush City Limits. That town actually named a bit of Route 19 around there. That is the Tina Turner Highway. When she was 17, she forced herself to join Ike Turner's King's Rhythm, storming on stage in St. Louis for a second set, and then things took off. As we probably know, she has a powerhouse voice, massive stage presence, super swagger, legs so powerful that she actually had them insured against damage. And Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones completely stole her performance style to great acclaim. Though they were great friends, she opened up for the Rolling Stones a few times before her career revival. And we're going to try to cover five of her eras properly here. Whittling this list down was tough. Tons of hits, but we're going to focus on some lesser known bits. We're going to start with the 60s R&B sound, tied with what was the Chitlin circuit. For limited history, after initial performances that she had done as Little Anne for her first single, 1958's Box Top, she debuted with Ike as Tina Turner, to rhyme with the name Sheena, on 1960's A Fool in Love. Though Ike still held other singers as first calls, considered Tina's vocals for that song just a demo. Though everyone who heard it, including DJs and record executives, said to keep her on the record, as she sounded like what they as quoted, screaming dirt. For a funky sound. We will definitely talk more about the problematic Ike Turner soon enough, but uh, let's go with a song that was a title track to their 1969 album. It also appears on a 2006 compilation called The Soul Anthology. This will be Ike and Tina Turner with Cussin', Crying, and Carrying On. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, live at the realms of Studio A. 
That radio station, that office gets itself in a little bit of feuding and fussing before getting a little bit of the fu- Never mind. Anyways, this is CITR, 101.9 FM, in the sunny Vancouver. I had a Tommy a long time ago Never taken it from a stranger I should have thought about that when I met you Boy no more 
Your child <laughs> ain't all he should be now. This girl will put him right. I'll show him what he could be now. Just give me one more now. Tina Turner from the soundtrack to the 1975 film Tommy based on the Who's legendary album Pete Townsend's rock opera we are Tina Turner with the Acid Queen Tommy is directed by Ken Russell definitely need to actually do proper profile on that someday when I'm feeling a bit of a rock mood Roger Daltrey from The Who plays the blind, deaf, and mute title character. And the film also starred Anne-Margaret, Oliver Reed, Elton John, Jack Nicholson. Oh yes, Tina Turner as a corrupting influence. And Acid Queen became the title track to her second solo album from 1975. Her debut was 1974's Tina Turns the Country On. And in the 70s, Ike and Tina were best known for the covers of like Proud Mary, I want to take you higher. Come together and whole lot of love. And behind me, this is Ike and the Kings of Rhythm off of 1969's A Black Man's Soul. This is Funky Mule. And this was recorded during some downtime in the midst of a 1968 or 1969 tour. But yes, Ike Turner. 
I <laughs> trying to describe him other than that bastard is hard, but very least. Yeah, he did not treat Tina too well. Only found out only during Tina's 1986 memoir, I, Tina, My Life Story. Originally, he trademarked the name Tina Turner, expecting to swap the one we know out for somebody else. But, of course, as we know, Tina Turner became iconic. Beat her, made her perform whilst injured. She managed to cover up bruises while still dancing. And in 1976, she ran from a Dallas hotel after yet another physical altercation on a ride from the airport. Filed for divorce, it was granted in 1978. For a time there, she had nothing to deal with because she ran out empty-handed. For solo Tina, she floundered for a bit. She did a lot of TV, like variety shows, some cabaret shows as well, too. Until 1983, she did a cover of Al Green's Let's Stay Together with some uh, British producers. And it led her to an 80s sound that she could latch onto, which then led to the landmark album from 1984, Private Dancer, making her perhaps the greatest comeback in music history. So we're going to focus more on the film side of things. And we're going to go to 1985 from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, which we've profiled in the past as part of an entire Mad Max trilogy preview. That's Exploding Head Movies, episode 317 from June 2016, after we'd done some stuff for Fury Road in 2015. Directed by George Miller and the late George Ogilvie. Mel Gibson makes his return as Mad Max, and Tina Turner was anti-entity. And she did two songs for the film, one which we played last time, One of the Living, which played during the opening titles. So, of course, we're going to dig up something from the end credits. And this was the big hit. Here's Tina Turner with We Don't Need Another Hero.
In October of 2022, the Vancouver Adapted Music Society held its flagship event, The Strong Sessions, for the fifth time. All Strong Sessions feature a variety of musicians with disabilities, paired with established local artists and bands. Each month until September this year, VAMS will be releasing the performances from our 2022 show on the Reimagine Radio YouTube channel, where you can also find past Strong Sessions content. To stay up to date with us, subscribe to the channel and drop a like to show some support. Tune into Post Rock Friday from 10 to 11 with your host John P for the best in post rock, drone, ambient, experimental, and noise. The Buddhist monk singers sing the hits of the 80s. I'm your private dancer, dancer for money, do what you want me to do. Nah. 
In the background, this is the Bacal Rhythm and Steel Band with a cover of El Michel's Mercat Gem, and it's a B-side to a single through Big Crown, the A-side we've played before. It's a cover of Drake's Hotline Bling. Tina Turner, we start off with We Don't Need Another Hero from the soundtrack to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. We'll talk about the middle bit shortly, because it has an interesting connection to how we end things up with, but... We heard Tina Turner with the Bond theme from the 1995 album, or the film GoldenEye. Directed by Martin Campbell with Pierce Brosnan making his debut as 007. After a six-year hiatus, after based on various legal repercussions of things, but of course everyone's like, the Cold War's over, what does James Bond do? They figured it out. The song was written by Bono and the Edge from U2. Since uh, they were neighbors of Tina Turner in southern France. Now, I do need to profile Eric Serra's idiosyncratic score one day. It's one of the first films in the series not based on any Ian Fleming original story. We've done a whole lot of Bond before, whether it was mostly John Barry 
Also a little bit of Marvin Hamlish. So there's a few other rogue elements to pick through there. Of course, we've profiled most of the recent ones with Daniel Craig. We'll figure out who the replacement will be going forward. And circling back to the world of film of Tina Turner, her memoir, which I mentioned before, I, Tina, became the 1993 film What's Love Got to Do With It, named after her huge 1984 comeback hit, which is a number one smash. It was directed by Brian Gibson. It had Angela Bassett as Tina and Lawrence Fishburne as Ike. For most of the recent span of Tina's life, she'd moved to Switzerland, married someone there, Retired from touring in 2009, she endorsed the 2018 jukebox musical called Tina, and she found Buddhism. So sandwiched between the songs we heard there was a random Corky and the Juice Pig segment from their self-titled 1993 album. And what I had discovered is that for the final recordings that Tina Turner had done, well, she had discovered Buddhism, and in 2007... She worked with the Swiss singer Regula Curti and then another neighbor in Switzerland, because at this point she was living in Zurich, Deschen Jacques Dagse, and they formed an act called Beyond. And they focused on various chants, whether it's tied to Buddhism or Christian prayer. So, Zurich ties into where Tina died on May 24th this year at the age of 83 after years of illnesses ranging from high blood pressure to kidney failure, a stroke in 2013, intestinal cancer in 2016. All that had sort of taken the toll from her, but still the Buddhism was part of her life. And to paraphrase one of her big songs, which itself was a cover of Bonnie Tyler hit. She was simply the best off of beyond's 2009 album, Buddhist and Christian prayers. We're going to listen to Deshan Shakdakse, regular Kurti, and we'll hear Tina Turner primarily do the primary chant here. This will be Purity of Mind featuring the Lotus Sutra. So rest in power, Tina Turner. We've got some new music coming up afterwards. This is Exploding in Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Network today and get access to free samples, one-on-one songwriting slash production help, and the wonderful members of the Music Production Club and C4 Choral Composition Club. You can join through either of the mentioned UBC clubs or contact us at ssn.ubc at gmail.com.
New music from Beverly Glenn Copeland. With the first studio album in almost 20 years. And that predates her most recent comeback. I'm getting the pronouns mixed up, sorry. Their most recent comeback. And the new album will be called The Ones Ahead. You got the pronouns wrong again. It's his now. All apologies. Uh, Beverly Glenn Copeland with Africa Calling. That's the lead track to The Ones Ahead. That will be coming up later this year through Transgressive Records. And Glenn, Glenn Copeland has had a fantastic career revival as his music dating back to the folky 70s to the new age 80s along with more spiritual matters as of late has picked up an audience all based on a Japanese record collector finding an album and then at that point sharing it and it picked up steam and the music was very spiritual and soothing and naturally a captive audience formed. So Glenn Copeland, originally from the States, has lived in Canada for quite some time. Most recently, I think it was New Brunswick. And uh, another fantastic career revival, similar to Tina Turner, whom we both four heard beforehand. That was some Buddhist music featuring Turner, along with Deshen Shak Dagse and Regula Kurti as Beyond. The track we heard was Purity of Mind. Behind me, this is Vancouver's Active Surplus, and off of a self-titled 12-inch from 2020, this is Mira, and they have a forthcoming release called Mirroring this July. This list will be long, but I'll try to pare this down with the time I have here. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming from this week and then a couple weeks back. I will tell you this is incomplete just because the list is crazy long. Partly because this was originally written four two weeks ago, so we have about three weeks worth of music here to deal with. So, When in doubt, do check with either your favorite record store where you find your music online, and this list comes primarily from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Stephanie Economou's music from About My Father, original score will be coming out through Lionsgate Records. The video game After Us is scored by Daniel Elms, will be independently released. The TV series American Born Chinese is scored by Wendy Wang. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. The new Wes Anderson film Asteroid City is coming out very soon. It's scored by Alexander Desplat. That'll be coming out through Abco. Dua Lipa has a single from the forthcoming Barbie movie. It's called Dance the Night. That's out through Atlantic. Being Mary Tyler Moore. It's scored by Theodosia Roussos. It's coming out through Lakeshore. Season 2 of Blind Spotting is scored by Ambrose Akimasir and Michael Yazerski. That's coming out through Lionsgate Records. Blood and Gold scored by Jessica DeRuy and Hendrik Noli. It's out through Netflix Music. Chris Rose music from Blue Jeans out through Dubois. Patrick Johnson's music from The Boogeyman is out through Hollywood Records. Dollyland is scored by Edmund Butts. It's out through Dubois. Thomas Newman is scoring Elemental, the new Pixar film that's coming out through Walt Disney Records. Extrana Forma de Vida, otherwise known as Strange Way of Light. It is a short film and is available both digitally and as a limited edition CD. It's scored by Alberto Iglesias. It's coming out through Quartet Records. Benjamin Wallfish's music from The Flash, the film version. It's coming out through Water Tower Music. I say that because there's another release tied to The Flash, but that's for TV. Get into that later. 
We're now into the G's. God's Creatures, scored by Danny Bensey and Sonder Jurians. It's coming out through Lakeshore Records, Great Expectations, scored by Kifis Chianchia. It's coming out through Hollywood Records. Deluxe edition of The Little Mermaid. This is the new version that's coming out. Uh, Howard Ashman, Alan Menken, and Lin-Manuel Miranda's music's coming out through Walt Disney Records. Mentioned as a regular release a month ago, but deluxe edition is out. Jeff Russo's score to Love and Death's coming out through Water Tower Music. Joseph Chapanese's music from The Machines coming out through Milan Records. Past Lives is scored by Christopher Bear and Daniel Rossens coming out through A24. Evgeny Galperini and Sasha Galperini provide the music to Persian Lessons. That's coming out through Hype Films. Video Game Planet of Lana scored by Takeshi Furukawa. It's coming out through Sony Classical. Gabriel's music from Scarlet's coming out through Movie Score Media and Quartet Records. National Geographic has a fascinating limited series called A Small Light and Songs, covered by various acts like Daniel Heim, Kamasi Washington, Sharon Van Etten, Angel Olsen, Wiseblood, Orville Peck. Maybe we'll circle back and do that again. There we go. Where did we leave off? We said Orville Peck, King Princess, was amongst the others there. They do covers of famous songs, all from the National Geographic series, A Small Light. Songs from a limited series coming out through Hollywood Records. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The sequel to the genre branding's other Spider-Man multiverse bits. There's a title, I didn't write it down. It's animated in different styles, alluding to different comic graphic formats. Spider-Verse, scored by Daniel Pemberton. Score albums coming out through Sony Classical Republic Records is putting out a song soundtrack. The documentary, still a Michael J. Fox movie, scored by John Powell, is coming out through Lakeshore Records. Video game Stranded, Alien Dawn, as done by George Strestoff, will be independently released. Season 4 of Succession, the final season through HBO, scored by Nicholas Bertel. It's coming out through Lake George Music Group. Another series that came to an end recently, Ted Lasso, season three, scored by Tom Howes, coming through Water Tower Music. Jognik Bontan provides the music to Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. That's coming out through Milan Records. The video game Valiant Hearts, coming home. Scores done by Jason Moran, that's coming out through Ubisoft. The remake of White Man Can't Jump, White Men Can't Jump, that's plural, not singular. Scored by Oak Felder and Marcello Zarvos, that's coming out through Hollywood Records. And then Wildlife, scored by Juan Luqui and Gustavo Santorjala. It's coming out through Hollywood Records. I might do some Santorjala soon. I have three re-releases for you. We'll keep it at that. We'll play catch-up next week. Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights. It's been remastered. Limited edition CDs available. It's scored by the late Ryushi Sakamoto. It's coming out through La La Land Records. Howard Shore's score to Fire with Fire from the 80s is coming out through Paramount Music. And The Flash, the TV series, at least season seven through nine, is scored by Nathaniel Bloom and Blake Neely. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. That was about eight minutes of soundtrack releases. Yeah, probably a little less, maybe six. I don't know. Rough math involved here. Those are merely some of your soundtrack releases for the past few weeks. We'll try to keep it shorter next time. Especially as someone was flailing around with the font as he printed it out and trying to determine the kerning. Is that an RN? Is that an M? Such as it is. There you go. My name's Gak. I would like to stop talking. But this is Exploding Hemis here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. 
Broadcasting from UBC campus, the lower levels of the student nest on unseated Musqueam territory. We'll slowly sneak even to Bill Lee territory, but I do want to get some other new music into your ears. And we have the Vancouver Act Potato Head people. It's a duo of Nick Wisdom and Astrological. And on this track, they're joined by T3 from Slum Village. Illa J, otherwise known as Jay Dilla's younger brother. We have Kapok of Rafocus and then Cartoons from New York does the remix here. This is a 7-inch through the Bastard Jazz label. This is Potato Head People, along with those guests, with a remix of What It Feels Like. Mm-hmm. 
is one listener's favorite segment. And somehow I'm making this arbitrary. Although, honestly, I've been watching this series for a while. And I'm a gog, but mostly just from a historical standpoint. Anyways, here's an update from the Exploding Head Movie Sports Desk. Ninety-four, eighty-nine, which makes the series four to one. Who would have thought it? That's your sports desk update.
From Toronto, the Shackadelics. And going off their 2012 album, The Other Side of Tomorrow, that was everything for nothing. And you definitely heard Tanika Charles there. Hey, joining in. The Soul R&B Act is headed up by Slack of the Beat Child. Latest album is 2018's Heavy Rockin' Steady. In the background, this is Chico Man. Off of 2020's Double Life album, this is When I Come To. Chico Man is part of the Daktaris and Antibalas. At least that was a story for quite some time. Moved to L.A. and headed up a new act called Here Lies Man. Kind of like a dark funk element. A little bit of psych stoner elements there. Glorious stuff. And in some ways, I should probably have put this song as part of that other set, but weird patterns I do sometimes. I try to focus on new acts leading a set instead of back tagging. So sometimes the flow gets overridden by, I don't know, chronology or something like that. But we're head to Montreal with this next act. Of course, the funny thing is that I probably could have back tagged this because I'm still researching who this person is. The information is limited. The point was looking at the record label site and somehow it disappeared. But there's music from Miro Chino from Montreal. Hip-hop elements, definitely more francophone. And this single came out earlier this year. As much as I want more Chico Man in the background here. We got a lot of stuff to play with you here, especially once we get into our Billy profile. But here's Miro Chino with Pas Pierre. So 
de la cité, cité sous, on fait sauter le système. 666 dans l'assistance, lève les doigts si tu trouves la victime. L'unité, c'est la puissance, vite plus fort que les biceps. J'ai la foi, je suis même combat que l'UNICEF. Ramène les potes et les copines, fuck Batman, nous on boit de la robine. Fuck le chill, la voisine, qui dit sourire sur les robines. Are you tired of Big Brother bookstores trying to sell you some billionaire's favorite book or Heather's top picks? Then you should check out Vancouver Books. Vancouver Books is a new online family-run bookstore. A portion of their profits go to First Nations Reconciliation and Environmental Projects in British Columbia. They provide their customers with the most interesting books in fine arts, signed first editions, First Nations photography, fine ancient books, occult, and so much more. They also provide carbon-free delivery to anywhere in the Vancouver area. So go to www.vancouverbooks.ca to check out Vancouver Books today. That's www.vancouverbooks.ca.
from a combination of Amsterdam and their new Amsterdam, a.k.a. New York City, home of the Knicks. They're not winning anything anytime soon. We heard Sheila and the Kits, and that appears off a maxi single. The single, as it were. That was Good Love Stories. Solid Neo Groove there. And behind me, some soothing sounds from Plains Apparition. Off of this year's Late to the Afterthoughts, this is Trailing Off World. Am I overdue for yet another ambient episode? Yes, we will try to figure that out in the coming weeks, especially with Canada Day coming up. Yet another road trip, but we'll take care of some soothing, soothing sounds. Especially because what we heard with Tina Turner before on the Buddhist uh, material prayer there. Feels like that's an angle I need to explore, the spiritual side, although as of late I've been collecting more non-synthetic ambient music with uh, regular instrumentation, so we'll see where things go. One other death to touch upon briefly here before digging into our main profile of Billy. It is Astrid Gilberto, a samba singer and songwriter, but became the definitive bossa nova voice as that Brazilian musical style caught fire in the 1960s. She did the English vocals to the 1964 worldwide hit The Girl from Ipanema. At this point, the second most cover song after the Beatles yesterday. During the recording session, originally the song was just going to be done in Portuguese, which was done by her then-husband, João Gilberto, but they decided to do an English verse. Someone did a translation, and the only vocalist who had any English skills was Gilberto Astrud. Her untrained voice became iconic as she invoked a melconic tone about the eponymous Rio lady in the song. Uncredited especially as part of the release of Getz Gilberto. She was only paid $120 as Stan Getz, the sax player, and her husband left her off of any royalties. They stipulated that she could not get credit for it. As you can imagine, the relationship was on the rocks. There was a contentious divorce. In order to pay off the lawyers for that, she toured with Getz for a time in the midst of the bossa nova craze, but she was horribly mistreated. She was maligned in the Brazilian press to the point that she moved to the States in 1963 and never toured her home country ever again. Put out many an album, mostly for the Verb label, definitely riding that coast of jazz and chill vibes. She died on June 5th at her home in Philadelphia at the age of 83. Amongst the many other hundreds of profiles I am overdue on, I need another Brazilian show at some point. Though it feels like I need to tackle some other material at some point, but we'll figure it out. We're going to listen to the main title song that she did for the 1967 film The Deadly Affair. It was directed by Sidney Lumet with James Mason in a John le Carre film adaptation, though they couldn't use the name George Smiley since uh, the rights were held by another studio. It was recently used in The Spy Who Came In From The Cold. But this song features some Quincy Jones. He actually did the entire score to The Deadly Affair. That's another artist I'm overdue on another profile since it's been a while since we did music from In The Heat Of The Night. And they call me Mr. Tibbs from Exploding Head Movies, episode 180. Uh, those other Jones have been sprinkled out throughout other episodes, things from like the Roots miniseries and the, the film Blow Up. But here's a Sir Gilberto. And Quincy Jones with the main song from the film The Deadly Affair. 
This is Who Needs Forever. And yes, we'll get into Billy afterwards. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I love CIDR 0.0.1.9 FM. I love CIDR 1.0.1.9 FM. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing if you're not listening to Planet in it flows to London CTI-1.9FM every other Tuesday night at 11pm Pacific. You're listening to CITR-101.9FM, broadcasting from the traditional and unceded territory of the Musqueam people at the University of British Columbia.
Oh, Linda, you done me wrong. I'm gonna sing you a goodbye song. Sing the song that's most unkind. I ain't even gonna try to change your mind. Oh, Lindy, you made me grieve. I feel like I could die. Look out, baby, the moon is falling down from your sky. Oh, gal, don't you say goodbye. Now that I need you by my side, love me now, or be on your way. If you go, be gone to stay. I saw Linda late last night. Dressed for town, she looked alright. Painted eyes and lips like wine. Walking on down with a friend of mine. Oh, gal, don't you say so long? I feel like I could die. Look out, baby, the moon is falling down from your sky. Oh, gal, don't you be unkind. I ain't even gonna try to change your mind. Love me now or be on your way. If you go, be gone to stay. Oh, Lindy, you made me grieve. I feel like I could die. Look up, baby, the moon is falling down from your sky. Oh, gal, don't you say goodbye. Now that I need you by my side, you can have everything I own. Take everything but a come on home. Oh, gal, don't you say so long, I feel like I could die. Look up, baby, the moon is falling down from your sky. Oh, gal, don't you do me wrong. I'm gonna sing you a goodbye song. Sing the song that's most unkind. I ain't even gonna try to change your mind. Gordon Lightfoot talked more about him several weeks ago when the great Canadian singer, songwriter, guitarist passed away on May 1st. But that's a rare track in that you don't hear his guitar at all. Off of 1966's Lightfoot, we heard Gordon Lightfoot with Olinda. On bass, the late Bill Lee. Before we talk about Bill Lee, in the background here, this is Kenny Barron on piano and Terrence Blanchard on trumpet. From the soundtrack to the 1988 film School Days, this is One Little Acorn. Spike Lee's second film with Larry Fishburne, as he was credited until 1993. Giancarlo Esposito, Tisha Campbell, and Ossie Davis 
A musical comedy set in the 1970s about undergraduates clashing before homecoming. Terrence Blanchard, the current score of Spike Lee's films, did the latest one, 2020's Oscar-nominated The Five Bloods, which we profiled during the Oscar season of 2021. Also worked on the Perry Mason reboot, films One Night in Miami and The Woman King. But this song, and most of the score to School Days, was written by Spike Lee's dad, Bill Lee. William James Edward Lee was born in Snow Hill, Alabama. He was part of the Strata East Jazz record label, and he directed the New York Bass Violin Choir for a 1980 album. Along with playing bass for Gordon Lightfoot, he also played for another artist we recently eulogized, Harry Belafonte, Cat Stevens, Aretha Franklin, Simon and Garfunkel, Ian and Sylvia, Bert Bacharach, Peter, Paul, and Mary, Duke Ellington, and Bob Dylan, just to name a few. And he worked on four of Spike Lee's films, including his debut from 1986, She's Gotta Have It, which was recently remade into a Netflix series. And we're going to listen to two songs here from School Days that kind of sets you into the idea of the themes at hand. And uh, some listener discretion is advised here because this next act's name features an old racial slur. So this is the context of what's going on here. This will be the Jigaboos and the Wannabes Chorus. And this tackles one of the topics that arises in the film School Days, which is hair texture bias, something that does pop up in black culture. So this song, it's a long one, definitely thrives on the idea of being a uh, musical piece here. This will be straight and nappy. You got so much grease up there Dear, is that a weave that you wear? Well, you got Building me a home. I'm building me a home. I'm 
my soul gotta have And my soul might have somewhere to stay When you hear me praying I'm building me a home When you hear me praying Soon decay, and my soul got a hand, and got somewhere to stay. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. From the soundtrack to School Days, we heard two minutes of the six of the Jigaboos and the Wannabes chorus was straight and nappy. There's a long instrumental tied to a dance sequence before it goes into further verses and choruses and an outro. Well worth listening, along with actually catching on film. Then we heard the Morehouse College Glee Club with I'm Building Me a Home. Morehouse College is where not only Billy went to, that's also where Spike Lee studied, as did Martin Luther King Jr. Other songs of the soundtrack include Stevie Wonder, Raymond Jones, Tech and the EFX. The big single off it was done by EU. It's called The Butt, which gained meme status recently when Glenn Close danced to it at the weird 2021 pandemic Oscar ceremonies. And School Days received mixed reviews. It was considered ambitious as it dealt with many topics within the black space, that the rest of American society normally doesn't see, ranging from middle-class norms to colorism to groupthink to self-esteem, and had a definite thematic, if not casting overlap, with the Cosby Show sitcom spin-off, A Different World, exploring the idea of black colleges. Also from the soundtrack, behind me, this is the Natural Spiritual Orchestra with Wake Up Suite. And this was an orchestra out of Brooklyn that Bill Lee led. 
featuring six trumpets, four trombones, five saxophonists, a harpist, a bassist, drummer, and vocalist. The Natural Spiritual Orchestra also did the score to Spike Lee's 1989 film Do the Right Thing, starring Danny Aiello, Bill Nunn, John Turturro, and another Morehouse College graduate, Samuel L. Jackson. About one hot summer day in a Brooklyn neighborhood around a pizzeria's tensions with the black residents. Famous for Public Enemy's song Fight the Power, amongst some other hip-hop and late 80s R&B soul songs by Teddy Riley, Steel Pulse, Take Six, and Al Jarreau. So all of Bill Lee's music acts as a glorious counterpoint, kind of an idyllic sense of what this neighborhood's like. From the score, to do the right thing, we'll listen to three cues here. This is the Natural Spiritual Orchestra, joined by Branford Marsalis, the thread that we connect to for the third film of Spike Lee that we'll profile. Here's We Love Roll Call, y'all. From Do the Right Thing. Thank you. 
from the score to do the right thing. We heard We Love Roll Call, y'all. Then we heard Brent from Marsalis' sax. And then a little trumpet action from one of the Natural Spiritual Orchestra members with Malcolm and Martin. In the background, a septet version doing Mookie, named after Spike Lee's Pizza Delivery Boy's character. Perhaps the central figure from Do the Right Thing. The film is such a treat to watch. The way that uh, the color usage is in there definitely highlights the heat that was oppressing on everybody as the tensions between the Italian pizza owners and the black residents boils over. And it's still super relevant in these more blatantly racist times. Nominated for two Oscars, somehow didn't win. If I remember properly, this was around the time of The Silence of the Lambs or some other film. I suspect this was also driving Miss Daisy, which definitely drove Spike Lee nuts. Their third and final Bill Lee score we'll do here is from 1990's Mo Better Blues, the last film that he scored with his son. Director Spike Lee also appears in the film with Denzel Washington, Wesley Snipes, and it was the final role for a character actor called Robin Harris. You see the face, you've seen him in many a film for decades. It's a fictional tale about a jazz trumpeter by the name of Bleak Gilliam and some of the bad decisions he makes in life, both professional and personal. This time around, Branford Marsalis takes the lead, so along with doing the sax for Do the Right Thing with the Natural Spiritual Orchestra. His quartet does the music, although he's joined by Terrence Blanchard on trumpet. So we have Branford Marsalis on sax here, Kenny Kirkland on piano, Robert Hurst on bass, and Jeff Tane Watts on drums. Lee wrote the main theme and one other cue. Otherwise, he did production on the soundtrack. Otherwise, it's a mix of Marsalis, his brother Del Fialo on trombone, and then DJ Premier on a gangstar cut. So, this cue, definitely written by Bill Lee. Everything else is produced by him. So, here's Bradford Marsalis Quartet along with Terrence Blanchard with the title, or the main title, To Mow Better Blues. Thank you. 
can never tell what's in a man's mind. And if he's from Harlem, there's no use of even trying. Just like the tide, his mind comes and goes. Like much weather, when he'll change, nobody knows. Nobody knows the man I love. Well, he just turned me down. He's a Harlem Brown. Oft times I wish that I were in this ground, six feet underground. He idolized me as no other could. No, no. Then he surprised me, leaving me a note saying he is gone for good. And since my sweetie left me hollow, well, it ain't the same old place. Though a thousand dandies smile right in my face, I think I moved some homemade hooch and go out just to drive off these mean old Harlem blues. You can have your Broadway, give me Lenox Avenue. Angels from the sky stroll seventh, and for that, thanks I do. From Madam Walker's beauty shops to Paul Rose System too. That made those girls angels without any doubt. There are some spots up in Harlem where I'm told it's sudden death to let somebody see you, even stop to catch your breath. If you've never been to Harlem, then I guess you'll never know the power of these mean Harlem blues. Ah, there's one sweet spot in Harlem known as Driver's Row. Ditty folks, some call them. One thing you should know is that I have a friend who lives there. I know he won't refuse to put some music to my troubles and call them Harlem So from the soundtrack to Mo Better Blues, we heard the Bramford Marcellus Quartet, along with Terrence Blanchard on trumpet. You can still hear him, but we'll get into that shortly. We start off with the instrumental main theme. Then we heard Cinda Williams singing the Acapulco version of the song Harlem Blues, which appears a couple times in the soundtrack. And in the behind me here, this is Beneath the Underdog. Cinda Williams plays the character Clark Bentoncourt. And yes, Mo Better Blues marked the last time that Spike Lee collaborated with his father, Bill. 
Bill and Spike got arguments after Bill was arrested for drug charges in 1991. But uh, there actually had been some family feuding going back to the mid-70s when Spike's mom, Jacqueline, died. And then Bill had Susan Kaplan move in shortly thereafter. So along with the context of uh, having a new stepmom pop up, up suddenly, there's the fact that Kaplan's white. So that was a con consternating factor with what was going on. Since Mo Better Blues, Spike Lee has primarily worked with Terrence Blanchard on film scores. As I mentioned, most recent one they did was Defy Bloods from 2020. And Spike Lee does have a few films in pre-production. There's a Romeo and Juliet uh, take set in Brooklyn called The Prince of Cats. There's a Broadway-related approach. It's called The Understudy. And my favorite, there's a musical about the creation of the drug Viagra. It's going to be called boner. Billy died May 24th this year at the age of 94 at his home in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. He'd still been somewhat active in music, but mostly lower key stuff. That's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's the jazz show of Gavin Walker. And if you like music like this, well, he's got the straight goods for you till around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. This week's episode will appear on the podcast, so do check out the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You'll see a page with the playlist and the audio. The podcast will allow this to download to your device or make it available for any time you want to listen to it. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher, plus countless other resources that always surface that we find out about after the fact, but Stitcher actually is the first place things go. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Instagram, it is Myopic Man. Mastodon is 100air at mass.to, but you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next week, well, the National Indigenous Day is coming up here in Canada next week, so I'm leaning towards something off Turtle Island, but we'll still have some stuff from a lot of the great artists here. We'll actually go to New Zealand for a Maori film that came out about 20 years ago called Whale Rider. Otherwise, a whole bunch of shifting around of some of the other profiles we've been looking at. Maybe another anniversary thing tied to a 2007-style episode. Maybe a disaster piece profile we'll see. And then Canada Day, 12th all-ambient episode. Otherwise, we'll close with one last kick with Mo Better Blues. We got Branford Marcellus' quartet along with Terrence Blanchard. We also got Denzel Washington and Wesley Snipes singing along here. Kind of a sass here against pop music from Mo Better Blues. This is Pop Top 40. You have been listening to Exploding Him Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to be calm, stay safe, be kind to each other. It's an El Nino year, so the heat's coming, so more fires looming. We already have highways closed around here. Hopefully we get a little bit of rain in the forecast soon. And oh yes, pandemic still around. Play safe. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I travel through this great big country of ours, this U.S. of A., and being on the road as much as I do, I try to listen to a lot of the radio stations. It's amazing how many KISS or V-103 stations there are. Jesus Christ, did people run out of call letters or what? Come on. 
Anyway, most of the stuff on the radio is so sad. It's a drag. One of the reasons could be because every song is about, oh, you guessed it, huh? Love. 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 L-O-V-E. What the world needs now is not another love song. Now, Dick, check this out. The love that's professed in these songs is shaky anyway. It's a lustful, selfish, end-of-the-world love. And the lyrics, <laughs> have you tried to listen to the lyrics? You heard them all before. My love is higher, fire and desire. Let's stay together forever, despite all types of weather, even a hurricane. In fact, I'd spend a winter in Chi-Town. And you know that's cold. Ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to your good stuff. You know it's rough. Emotion, devotion, love, 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 sex, 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 booty, 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 titty, titty, titty. Forget about the courting, let's get married. Chapel of Love. 